Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Hey, this is Ungayo Bilam, your old dank diplomat himself, right here on another episode of Rolling with Ungayo. Thanks, you guys, for listening in. We're going to thank Saturn Ranch. We're going to thank Chameleon Glass. We're going to thank you like we always do. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on CannabisRadio.com. Listen to all the podcasts on CannabisRadio.com. They are awesome. Today is two days before 420. It is the 18th of April in the year of our Lord, 2017. I just got back from Berlin, where I was at the International Cannabis Business Conference. You may have heard me talk about it a little bit uh, last week, but I'd only really been in Berlin for like a day. Uh, So now we're going to talk about Berlin at length. And as always, we begin with dessert first, because you never know what might happen to you in your journey. So have dessert first. All right, let's go. Uh, When I was in Berlin, and you know, and it wasn't really dessert, man. It was just constant. I ate so many goddamn pastries, pastry after pastry. It was the week before Easter, right? And the German bakeries were on fire, brother. I'm generally not a big uh, bread and white sugar person. I'm trying to, you know, I'm getting older. You got to eat healthier and shit. But gosh darn, man, I had so many Kirsche strudels, which is like a cherry strudel. It was delicious. I ate a bunch of Franz Brotchen. Uh, I ate Franz Brotchen every day. A Franz Brotchen is uh, German for French Brotchen. <laughs> it means like French bread. But what they do is they kind of, you take croissant dough, Right. I say croissant because it's French. And uh, then you kind of make a cinnamon roll with the croissant dough. Right. So it's not like cinnamon roll dough. It's it's croissant. So it's all flaky and buttery. And you pour that sugar and cinnamon on it and shit and cut it and bake it. Good. God, it was delicious. It's just full of cinnamon and sugar and crispiness and buttery. Man, I I ate a bunch of those. I ate one or two or maybe three. Almost every day when I was checking out the uh, when I was down at the airport, by the way, the Berlin airport, maybe not my favorite international airport. Maybe it was just the terminal I was in. I flew Air Berlin and it was cool, but it was very crowded. They didn't have a lot of shops or anything, but they did have a nice Franz Brotchen. And I told the guy behind the counter, I was like, this is my last Franz Brotchen before I leave Berlin. I ate, I, I ate a Franz Brotchen. Uh, I ate a lot of these. And he's like, man, I have one every day for breakfast. And I totally understood. And that's the thing. I didn't need a lot of. Uh, I ate at McDonald's for breakfast almost every day when I was in Berlin. And uh, for that, I I do apologize a little bit, but it was right down the street from the hotel. And the egg McMuffin was like three or four euros, which is not bad with coffee. Uh, But because the Germans don't really I like eggs. I like eggs for breakfast. I like either eggs or oatmeal. And I wasn't really finding much oatmeal. And the Germans, uh, apparently for coffee, they just like to have. Pastries, apparently for coffee, for breakfast, for Frühstück, uh, it was mostly like coffee and pastries. And I can't eat that much sugar first thing in the day because then I'm sleepy uh, and done by one o'clock. And you've got to chase that sugar dragon all day long. I prefer my sugar uh, later in the afternoon as a boost. 
So I ate at McDonald's, so you can kiss my ass if you don't like it. Uh, but also, I'm not, you can't really, I mean, you can if you want to, but you know, it's not a prerequisite. But I'm saying that I ate a lot of pastries, man, and, and bread. I ate so much bread. I haven't eaten that much bread in a week in like 10 years, but all the bread, all the bakeries were just on fire. So I had like German black bread and I had a little, like a, they had a white bread at the sausage place I went to, man, it was so good. We went to the sausage place. It was called, uh, Das, Das Meisterschuk. Um, and it was like a fancy German sausage joint. And I had a, a lamb, like a merguez, like a German merguez style and an all beef Frankfurter. Uh, and they were delicious. And then I had a bite of the curry verse. I can't really eat a lot of pork because it gives me the wind, but I actually had a couple, three bites of the curry verse. And it's like a curry pork sausage. It was really, really good. And of this uh, cheese sausage they had, that was also really, really good. And then I spent, and that was the day before I flew home. So I really spent a lot of my flight trying not to fart <laughs> because, you know, everyone knows. Farting in closed loop system is not the best idea. You don't fart on elevators. You don't fart in airlocks. These are these are just two of the rules. These are the rules of life. This is what you. This is a part of being an adult, part of being a, uh, a responsible human being, part of getting along with your fellow humans. You don't fart in elevators. You don't fart on airplanes. You don't fart in airlocks. This is just. This is just what I, you know. I I can't believe I have to explain this to you to you but maybe i don't maybe you already knew this and you're like why are you rehashing rehashing speaking of hash my goodness let's talk about the german week so i'm at the international cannabis business conference right and uh so it's international so there's people from all over the world and no no one really knows uh the weed man in germany i don't i mean like i told you a couple three weeks ago back in the day i would just go out into the streets and wander to a park or whatever, or in some area where it looked like people would be selling weed. And then people would try to sell me weed because I'm tall and I'm black and I have dreadlocks and I look like I smoke weed, which is perfect because I do smoke weed. And sometimes I like to buy weed, but I generally don't like to buy weed from strangers because I don't know you. But my friends from Canada who are very smart and have a lot of international followers uh, looked on their Instagram page and they found a guy who followed them in Germany. And so they sent him a message. They're like, hey, man, we're in Berlin. Where can we get some weed? And he was like, dude, I'm in Hanover, but I know a couple cats, so I'm going to send some guys over. And let me tell you, these guys, first of all, they had great marijuana. My gosh, we smoked a banana sour uh, kush that was incredible. I smoked a super silver haze from Poland that was really, really good. Um, I wrote down some other ones. I smoked some... Um, Outdoor weed, I posted it on my Instagram. I smoked three or four different kinds of outdoor uh, cannabis from Germany, which was really, really good. Uh, Germany's got good weed, man. I'm going to put them up there. I'm going to put them up there in, in my top five of international marijuana spots. America, maybe still the best. Amsterdam, maybe second. I haven't been to Amsterdam in a while, so I have to try some of those Amsterdamian weeds. But uh, I'm going to go with Berlin as maybe second or third is the best weed Uh internationally because they had great varieties there were dabs man i smoked so many dabs we went to this party so the uh i'm trying to remember what they're called they're called the deutscher hanfaber uh which is like the they're like the normal the national organization to reform marijuana laws they're like the normal of germany and so they threw a fundraiser and um my new homies whom i won't tell you their name because weed is still pretty much illegal in berlin Decided to have a dab bar, which was maybe 
according to some reports, the first dab bar in Berlin. So they had a dab bar at the uh, at the uh, back room or the bottom room of this club that we were at. I think we were at the Club Soda. I did not name the club. Uh, we went to two clubs, right? So there was a the International Cannabis Business Conference after party was at the Gretchen Club, which looked straight up like a, a, a German old German nightclub from like the eighties or nineties, man, super dark, freaky toilets. I think I posted a picture of the toilets, uh, on my Instagram or maybe on my Twitter. The whole time I was there, I just figured there was going to be like a giant vampire battle or the sprinklers were going to start shooting out blood. It was kind of wild. But, um, the other place was at the club soda, which was a big gigantic place. And they had this little VIP room downstairs where they set up a dab bar. So I smoked and, I think it was an orange sour dab, which was great. And then I also smoked a cookies and cream ice wax in America. You spell it I-C-E-W-A-X. But in Germany, you spell it E-I-S, ice wax, because that's how you pronounce ice or spell ice in Germany. Uh, and that was really, really good as well. And then the weed wasn't super expensive, maybe um, – 10 or 15 euros a gram, which is uh, maybe a little more than you pay in California or Oregon. But man, it was really, really good. And I'm on the road. And so I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at anybody for it. And uh, man, it was just it was just a good time. Apparently, the, the German growing season is relatively short because they're a little further north than, say, Oregon. And uh, they get a lot of rain. And so uh, they have to grow a lot of indigo. You can't really let your sativas go because you, you'll end up with mold. Um, but I wasn't mad at all. Germany just changed their medical marijuana laws. Weed is still illegal, but you know, you're in a big city, right? Big cities are big cities and most enlightened big cities won't, won't really sweat you at all. They'll just, you know, as long as you're cool, stay in the house or whatever, don't form a gigantic group of people. We smoked weed. We smoked weed at the Gretchen. We smoked weed outside the, um, Actually, we smoked weed inside the club soda. Don't don't tell anybody. But it was a marijuana benefit. So we did dabs and weed inside. It was great. It was like being at a weed party, except everybody spoke German. So that was that. So to, to sum up, eat German pastries, especially the week before Easter. Go to your Instagram and find your German followers and then figure out where the weed is. And then smoke good weed in Germany. And we're going to talk more about the International Cannabis Business Conference and some of the things I learned and the things we discussed. When we come back... In just a few minutes, right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on, and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical balms, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. 
Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Okay, so we discussed the pastries. We discussed the the weed, which is really the two most important things. Three, if you if you get into the coffee, coffee, weed, and pastries are always exciting. Uh, whenever you go anywhere, you can't really, you know, that's that's a good, that's a trifecta, right? If, if weed and coffee is the poor man's eight ball, then weed, coffee, and pastries are the stoner tea, high tea, high tea, except with coffee, or you get up. I suppose. Uh, Berlin itself, like I said, I hadn't been in Berlin in 20 something years. Um, I had a great time. I got to walk around. Here's one thing I will say. Uh, while Berlin has fantastic architecture, I posted some pictures, weird, crazy communist style buildings from the eighties and seventies and all kind of old shit from 1871 and 1649 or whatever, whenever Germany was founded. I don't know. Um, they, I gotta say they have some of the worst, graffiti it was like terrible old school tags like tags from the 70s or 80s everybody just spraying their name no one really drew any pictures or cool shit or even had like a cool you know how the new modern graffiti those guys put up a tag and maybe their name is like lunchbox 57 but you can't even fucking read it because it's just some weird architectural you know, polygonal design or whatever. But these guys, man, 1973 or whatever, and all their tags I thought were rather pedestrian, uh, if not downright plebeian. Look it up. Um, but but I, I loved, I walked around, man, it was great. Berlin is very, very flat. You can walk around a lot. There's a lot to see. There's a lot to do. Uh, I mostly hung out in Kreuzberg, K-R-E-U-Z-B-E-R-G. Uh, it's kind of where the artists and creative cats live. It's kind of maybe like the mission district in San Francisco, uh, back in the day used to be, um, but it was cool. Somebody tried to sell me Coke, which was weird. You know, um, I got off the, the underground and uh, I'm walking around looking for a place to get a good donor kebab or a falafel. And one guy's like, Coke man, Coke. I'm like, no, no, I'll do that. And I'm like, hey, Rasta, weed. I was like, man, I'm high as fuck on good German weed. I'm not buying weed from you. Although, listen, I have heard somebody told me of a website, and I haven't checked it out yet, called WeBeHigh.org. And they're like a, uh, they know all the drug spots. So you just go to the site and then you uh, put in your city, like, I'm in Berlin. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can go over here. And buy some weed over here. These guys will probably sell you some weed on the street or whatever. I don't know how much you trusted. That's up to you. 
right? You pay your money, you take your chances. Maybe you want an adventure. Um, I, I haven't bought weed from someone on the street since maybe 19 something since the end of the last century. I got burned one time in like 1990 uh, buying some shit from a dude in Berkeley. And so it kind of turned me off from the whole thing. So I don't, I don't do it right. Only, only buy drugs from people, you know, and trust. Unless you're in London and then just go buy some hash from some dude down by the Jenny or whatever. Um, so to the conference, there were a lot of good, good panels. Uh, medical marijuana is really, really brand new there. And so everybody's getting into it and figuring out how it's going to work and what they're going to do. And the Germans, of course, being Germans, want everything to be very uh, orderly and uh, tip top and have all the ducks in a row. And, th- and there was an interesting discussion about how uh, for some medical marijuana patients, newer patients, they maybe don't like the side effects of marijuana and ways to, to, uh, to get it. So people aren't uh, high, which I think it's kind of odd. I actually made a comment. I was like, I don't, I'm kind of shocked at hearing this talk about people not wanting to be high. So they were discussing how to, you know, you raise up the uh, CBD level because CBD is a THC inhibitor. Or you can, some other guy, his name was, uh, his actual name, he named himself, he changed his name to Free Cannabis, right? What are you doing for the movement? What have you? What are you doing? to engender conversation. His name is fucking Free Cannabis, you guys. Free Cannabis. Whenever you mention him in a conversation, like I was talking to my boy Free Cannabis, boom, right there. Well, according to Free Cannabis over here, boom. You see what I'm saying? Hey, do you know Free Cannabis? Yes, I do. And I'm all for it. Uh, He was kind of cool, but he was mentioning, uh, what was it called? Arginine? Arginine or something? You find it in chamomile tea. And that apparently is also a THC inhibitor, which... I guess that's cool. You know, if you don't like to be stoned, but you still need the THC and the CBD, that's the way to do it. I personally, you know, just give me the THC. Not too much. I don't need a lot. I don't need some sort of 30% or 20% thing or whatnot. I just need, you know, a good 15 to 19% uh, THC marijuana with good flavor and nice terpenes, and then I'm good to go. But, um, that was one of the interesting things. And then we also talked, uh, well, not we, but I also sat in, or I didn't sit in, but I watched, I listened, I observed, I downloaded information into my brain from a panel um, where they were talking about growing and, and the best ways to grow. And uh, one of the guys, I can't remember his name. I got his card. Rick something, Nick something. Nick Rick, Rick Nick. He made a good point. He's like, well, you have to talk about the entire system as an organism, right? You're not just growing a marijuana plant, right? You also, that plant's going in dirt or it's going in some sort of medium. When you think of the dirt, you have to think of the dirt also as an organism, an organism that eats, an organism that excretes, an organism that creates waste, an organism that that puts out different things. And so I thought that was uh, very good, very enlightened and a good way to talk about it. And and this is always one of the challenges, right? And and another thing uh, before, before we get into that, the dirt talk, when you talk to growers, they're always like, it's not even about the weed, man. I grow good dirt, and then the weed happens, bro. The Germans are very interested in finding a way to make the marijuana thing very cut and dried, right? So if you have these symptoms and this symptoms and you are this sort of person, then we give you this. 
You know what I'm saying? If you're on this and that, then you get this. And I think that's going to be a challenge because one of the things, one of the most interesting and I think fun things about marijuana is that it everyone is different and marijuana affects everyone differently. Like I smoke an OG Kush and I'm sleepy. Some other people smoke an OG Kush and they are ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to categorize, classify. Uh, you're placing order on chaos, which is always a challenge. Some people would say that this is the extremely human challenge. Some people would say you just have to embrace chaos. I'm, I'm generally, you know, keep a tamper on your chaos, but uh, don't be afraid to make space for it because that's how you get a lot of cool things sometimes. And sometimes that's how you end up with a debacle, but these are the risks we take. It's the yin and the yang, right? Everything uh, in balance, holding a bit of the other. I learned that from mushrooms. But um, so, I, you know, I'm interested. I, I, I really wish them luck. I think it would be kind of cool if you could be like, well, I got arthritis and I do this and I weigh this much. And they'd be like, oh yeah, well, we're going to give you, you know, you smoke half a gram of this blue dream and then you rub the salve on your knees. It's specifically formulated and boom, 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 boom. And who knows? Because as medicine gets further and further into the future, right, as nanotechnology, as our understanding of genetics and genomes and gene therapy and all these things and our ability to uh, create specific tailor-made items in a relatively quick fashion, uh, think about the rise of 3D printers or things like that. We should be able to tailor make or to create specific uh, concoctions, specific remedies for specific people. I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm not always into uh, modified genetics or genetic modification in plants and everything. I prefer to modify my genes the old fashioned way through crossbreeding and back crossing and all that stuff. But it would be kind of cool if, uh, if, if, if you could, uh, you know, they could look at you and look at your genetic profile and then engineer some seeds be like, grow these seeds. And this is the shit you're going to need. And this is shit you're going to like, I think it would be amazing. I wish them the best of luck. And that's probably a few years away, but hell man, if it works, it works. Uh, go Germany. All right. That's the end of the second segment. We are going to be back with a slightly more discussion about Berlin and things to do and where I'm going to be next uh, right here in a couple minutes on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. This is Bobby Black, host of Blazin', here to talk to you about 420 Science. I've known Matt and Gary from 420 Science for over a decade. We've spent a lot of time together at the Cannabis Cups in Amsterdam, the Doobie Awards in their hometown of Austin. They were even at my wedding. And I've always admired their integrity and how they've built 420 Science from the ground up to become the most trusted online head shop. Visit 420science.com slash podcast for an exclusive deal on pipes and more from genuine people who put their customers first. That's 420science.com slash podcast. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. 
Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And we're back on Rolling with Ungayo. Roll a joint, twist it up, Germany was great, man. I can't wait to go back. I'm going to try to go back, actually. The Mayflower Festival. No, sorry. The Mary Jane Festival, the Mayflower Party is what I'm throwing on May 6th. Come, buy tickets. There's still tickets available. Send me an email, ngaio420 at uh, either Gmail or Yahoo, either one. That's a weird way to put it. But if you want to come to my Mayflowers Fancy Pants Cannabis Tasting Party on May 6th in the Sacramento area, shoot me an email or a text if you have my phone number, which you can probably find if you look on my Facebook page. And uh, I'll send you the information. But the Mary Jane Festival in Berlin is happening in the middle of June. And I think I'm going to save some money. Send me some money, you guys. So I can go to Berlin. <laughs> I go back to Berlin. Is it June? And I'm going to hang out and kick it in Berlin, which by the way, if you're into freaky sex, I hear that Berlin, I saw a website uh, and I was talking to a young woman uh, at the party at the club soda. And I was like, Hey, you know, uh, I saw a website that said that Berlin is in the top 10 kinky cities in the world. And then she said top three in my book. And so then I tried to get her phone number. It wasn't as successful as I wanted it to be, but um, shoot your shot 2017 is always in full effect because, man, you know, she might know some things. So I'm going to be at, this is not going to be out before 420, so you can come see me at the Punchline in Sacramento on 420, but it'll probably be too late by the time you hear this. So come see me at the Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento, California, April 28th through the 30th. Come see me in Washington, May 10th at the Parlor Live in Bellevue, May 12th at my homie Stacy's house in Bellingham, Washington. That's going to be a good time. There's going to be a band and it's going to be a very Fort Twinley, Fort Twinley, Fort Twinley, Fort Twinley friendly experience in Bellingham, Washington. And then May 13th, I'm at the Handmade Dab Auction Benefit, which is uh, going to be in, is it Bow? Is it Bow? B-O-W in uh, Washington, which is 25 minutes south of Bellingham or about an hour and a half north of Seattle. And that's on Saturday, the 13th of May. And that's going to be a great time, man. They got a whole bunch of glass blowing exhibitions and marijuana everywhere. And people are making handmade glass racing cars to race on this little racetrack they have. And then it's an auction and it's a benefit for a bunch of cool shit. And I'm the auctioneer and I'm going to do some jokes. And that's going to be a great time. If you like marijuana festival events, that's the spot to go to. And then May 14th, which is Mother's Day, I'm going to be at the Comedy Underground in downtown Seattle. And that's also going to be a good show. We're going to call the show Hi Mom. Get it? Bring your mom to that show or not. Or bring your friend's mom to that show. Or bring a MILF. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Bring a DILF. I don't care. Bring a MILF, DILF, GADILF. 
and get it in. And that's going to be a fun show as well. As always, you can follow me on all the social medias, NGAIO420, right? Instagram, Twitter, rarely on the Periscope. I use Snapchat mostly for stalking. I don't really post anything there, but I'm also on the Facebook and stuff. And really, I think that's about it. I'd like to thank Saturn Ranch. I'd like to thank Chameleon Glass. Don't forget, if you use Umgayo420 in the code, you get 10% off your glass. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank everybody at CannabisRadio.com. I'd like to thank the good people of Berlin for allowing me to speak English. Although I did learn, uh, all you really, all you really need to know how to say is "alles gut," and then they'll be like "alles gut," and then you give a thumbs up because that's what the Germans do. They love a thumbs up. You give a thumbs up, "alles gut," and then "alles gut." Um, that's it. I, I, the rest of my German is is terrible. It was it was it was a little better by the time I left, but really not uh, not passable. But my alles gut is really, really good. And so they would be like, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? I'd be like, no, but alles gut, yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, alles gut, alles gut. Because there's Franzbrotchen and coffee and weed and Moroccan hash. Did I mention the Moroccan hash? I smoke some fucking Moroccan hash too. And then my boy left me some hash. Uh, um, I came home to my hotel and found a little bag of tobacco and hash and weed next to the door because my homie had to fly out so he left it left it for me but i was flying out in a couple hours so i tried to smoke as much of it as possible before i left but i couldn't it was a big it was a couple grams it was a big ball of hash and so i left it at the airport uh, by the ashtray for someone to find and to smoke but really i think i think i could have smuggled it back because no one really sweated customs but that's the thing like every time you go through customs and it's easy. You think, man, I could have brought some weed with me. But you just know, you just know that the one time, the one time you bring a big chunk of German hash back with you, that's going to be the one time they're like, we have to go through all your stuff, sir. So you just got to be extra careful is my point. Um, but that's it, man. I'd like to thank you all for listening and for watching me and for all your support and, and for enjoying weed and travel. And I'd like to thank the Seattle Weekly for giving us a shout out as one of the top five marijuana podcasts in the nation. And see me in Seattle the second week of May. And that's it right here. Thank you all. Ungayal Bilam signing out, smoking weed, having a great day, getting it in for 420. It's the two-day warning as opposed to the two-minute warning, which usually happens on 418. Get it? And uh, we'll see you next time the on Rolling Ungayal. And do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.